0: and welcome to a special edition of the SFM podcast. My name is John Cole, and regrettably, the the background to this edition is the most significant events have happened in my lifetime. COVID-19 is currently siding its way through Scotland, and although the fate of football is the least of our worries right now, there is still a fair bit of interest in how the societal change taking place at the moment is going to affect our sport, following the decision by the authorities last week to suspend all football competition indefinitely. The ramifications for the game are threefold. Primarily the devastating effect the virus will have on the lives of players, fans and others. Then there's the existential threats to clubs themselves as the income streams dry up due to the enforced layoff. And of course there is the question of how the league competition is closed, with or without a conclusion. Rangers have already said that they believe the only way that the Championship can be resolved is for all 38 games to be played. Others, supported tacitly by Celtic we believe, want the Championship and European places to be awarded on the basis of the current standings in the league table. They believe that football should resume in September, abandoning next season's League Cup. Instead, the two Scottish Cup semi-finals due to be played this season will be played with the final week after, and then the league season for 2020-21 will begin the week after that. Uh, There is a video conference also taking place on Tuesday the 17th of March, hosted by UEFA, uh, where these matters will be discussed with constituent FAs in an attempt to find some consensus on these and other matters. Ahead of that, I asked David Lowe to talk to us, principally about the financial consequences of this emergency for the clubs, but also to talk about the range of issues facing football as a consequence of COVID-19. Here's what he said. David, thanks for joining us. Uh, there's a lot of talk on social media and in the mainstream media just now about the voiding and award the league titles, but is the serious issue here not really just one of survival?
1: Well, I think ultimately, uh, I mean, you are right. I mean, everybody is preoccupied with Football and uh, certainly on the social media channels you're talking about football and their own team. Meanwhile, out there in the big bad world, you know people are dying. We have a pandemic. We have a collapse in global economic activity. Uh, We have people that are going to have an exceedingly rough time. So let's put it all in context. Uh, You know football's football, but you know it's not more important than life and death irrespective of what Bob Shankly or Bill Shankly uh, once said.
0: What are the challenges uh, which are facing clubs at the moment and are there any measures that they can, that they can take themselves to mitigate the problem? Uh, obviously the problem is the revenue streams are drying up.
1: Well, look, do you know what the issue is? It isn't whether Celtic get awarded a league title or whether the league's voided like a, like a bunch of uh, tax cheats in the radio will will, will, will tell you What it's about is survival, survival of the professional game in Scotland, if that's what we're going to talk about. And if the league is ended now, as it has or is, and it's going to stay that way for a prolonged period, which is almost guaranteed, and I'm figuring a minimum of six months, that has horrendous consequences for a material number of Scotland's 42 mm. members of the SPFL. Mm-hmm. That's, that's the issue. It's about survival uh, when you have no visible means of support. How do you stay in the game? How do you stay in business? How do you pay your employees? How do you get by? That's what it's all about, really, at the end of the day. And we have a terrible problem here, an absolute awful problem, awful situation so what you do about it is very difficult to uh, decide but the starting point is to have money cash is king if you have money you have the potential or the ability to ride this out and to see this through Uh, if you have no money you have no chance of survival, let's be frank about this. If you have no money, you cannot survive. You cannot legally trade whilst knowingly insolvent. It's it's a criminal offence. And that is the backdrop. It might sound a bit alarmist, but that is the backdrop. That is the context in which Scottish football finds itself. So all these sort of petty, trite, tribalistic uh, positions taken by a few people who are not qualified to say anything about any of this uh, is ridiculous and should be ignored.
0: Do you think that the, there's a possibility of government assistance, like, for instance, may, maybe um, relaxing the rules on uh, trading whilst insolvent? might even be a wider thing than football.
1: Well, I don't see any relaxation in the, the Companies Act that allows people to trade whilst knowingly insolvent. No, I, I don't think that is a a possibility at all. What is distinctly possible and what is actually happening is that the government, the British government, and by proxy the Scottish government, will take uh, all the necessary steps that they're able to to financially support individuals and businesses. Uh, the worst affected individuals and the worst affected businesses so there'll be a league table, if you like, of the worst affected. And frankly, I, I don't think uh, professional football is you know, high up that pecking order. I think there's lots of other, and I have to say lots of other more deserving cases than Scottish football. I mean, Scottish should, professional
0: football Is it also the case You talk about uh, cash as king And if you've got cash reserves Then obviously you're in a much better position To, to ride out the storm But what about clubs who have uh, Very little overheads And uh, you know, maybe know no lot of ambition as well Is there a chance that that, uh, that Those guys might actually be better equipped To survive this thing Than clubs uh,
1: say in the in the Premiership Or the Championship
0: Very much so There
1: are 42 Scottish football a league a or Scottish a Premier, whatever it's called, SPFL <laughs> members, of which approximately half, you know, can spin in a the sixpence. They are small clubs. They've always been small clubs. They're part-time clubs. They don't have a high overhead. And uh, if they have a financial problem, it's relatively easier to sort out, you know, than a, a tanker uh, like... Uh, Celtic, Rangers, Hibs, Hearts, Aberdeen, then further down the the food chain. So, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of smaller clubs that are far more immune to uh, the worst effects of the situation that we find ourselves in. The most exposed, the most exposed, financially exposed, are those ambitious clubs, you know, that populate uh, the championship Uh, And spend uh, a disproportionate of their money, a percentage of their money, trying to get into the the Shangri La of the Premiership. And those clubs in the Premiership that spend too much money trying to stay in it, and that one club, Rangers, that spend money they don't have trying to eh, financially compete with Celtic. So there is a sort of a fag packet checklist of uh, clubs that are uh, financially exposed to the situation we find ourselves in. And let's be clear, that's a situation whereby you're running a business with a very high overhead and you have no money coming in for the foreseeable future for an indeterminate period of time. That's an awful situation to be in and there's no sugar coating available to... uh, To make it sound better than it
0: is It's horrible Of course the the main expenditure That most clubs uh, are liable for At the moment is is players' wages Particularly the the further up The the pecking order in Scottish football you go Is it possible that that clubs Will have to break players' contracts And release them In in order to try and get That liability down
1: a wee bit? Yes, but that will require A compromise agreement That will require the two parties to the agreement, the football club and the player, to uh compromise on their contracts. One party can't do it to the other. You know the club can't get rid of a player without uh, uh incurring uh, an ongoing football liability, and the player can't work out of his contract uh, because uh, you know the football club holds his registration, so it has to be by compromise and agreement, but you know that is one way of helping to uh, reduce the financial risk to the club by, come to com- by coming to compromise agreements with uh, players uh, that cost a disproportionate amount of money to these clubs. That- that's one element. The, o- the other element is, o- is obviously to uh, to borrow money. But you-, you can't do that in Scottish football or any other professional sport, really, because banks withdrew from the sporting sector uh, in the financial crash of 2008. They no longer lend uh, to football clubs, and that is not going to be a source of money. So therefore, if you're not got any income and you don't have any access to uh, borrowings, it's basically uh, left to cost-cutting and the people that own the club putting money in. And they can only do that for as long as they have it. So if you have an owner, or owners, you know, of uh, personal financial wealth, who are willing to uh, lend money or invest money in their club for the duration of this problem, you know, that is a potential solution as well. The third category, uh, a source of, uh, of of income, is your regulatory body. In this instance, the SPFL. Which sort of brings us on to the horny issue of should the league be title be awarded to Celtic, i.e. the league, uh, premature end, uh, or should it be voided? Well, voiding the league is not a serious option. That will not happen. That will trigger financial Armageddon for more clubs than would be the case if, if, if you didn't do it. And that's because if the league is deemed not to exist, that means nobody won it, nobody get relegated there. So therefore, guess what? No uh, awards from the SPL are going to get distributed. That means clubs that vote for a void, if they did, you know, would be voting for their own self-immolation. They'd be voting not to get a financial award from the SPFL. So that is a crazy situation that only a full or a twit on the radio, you know, would proffer as a solution to the problem here.
0: And, of course, in, in, in that situation, they, you would—you you, have the potential for sponsors, television companies for saying, well, if there was no league, can we have our cash back, please?
1: Well, that, that's it. You know, we're already seeing this in basketball. You know, I am corner of the Glasgow Rocks. We're top of the league. And, and uh, you know, if the, if the league is voided, there are sponsors already saying we want our money back. So uh, uh, to go back to football, which is a a bigger sport, uh, avoiding the league is for the insane. Uh, It's it's voting for a financial meltdown. Uh, If the league never took place, you're not entitled to any money. uh, Per existing rules, technically they could try and change the rules, but I mean, try getting consensus on that. So between sponsors wanting money back and between the, 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 the league's You know, the Bobby Ewing incident in the shower, you know, it never took place. It was all a bad dream. You know, it's ridiculous and that won't happen. There's only one solution here and it's a logical solution, not a Celtic solution from a Celtic fan. And that is uh, to bring a premature close to the league with Celtic as the champions. It's more uh, amorphous the further, at the bottom of the league with hearts because they're, they're not guaranteed to be Uh, relegated so I I don't have an answer to that but if you basically close the league prematurely, which the rules allow, what you do is you actually have a league table that shows Celtic at the top and Hearts at the bottom that triggers all these payments uh, to the football clubs which is a a very important uh, and almost sole source of income at this moment in time so that helps the situation, financially helps the situation if the league closes prematurely. Uh, What it also does is if that league's finished, it allows clubs to try and prepare for the next season whenever it starts. So they are are free to start uh, marketing uh, season tickets for the forthcoming uh, season, all the time recognising that there's a lot of people out there in financial distress because of the uh, the the coronavirus but it's all you can do is, is basically as usual as always rely on your fans to try and bail you out because they're the only they're the only people that always step up the fans boards come and go players come and go owners come and go but the fans are always there Obviously, the fans will
0: be relied upon to some extent to be buying merchandise uh, to try and keep revenue streams alive. But what, are, what you're saying, basically, there—I I, think—tell me if I'm wrong—is that the is that the only real way that clubs might be able to mitigate the effects of this, if it goes on for several months, it would be to to call in into the season just now and distribute the prize money early, so that they they can use that prize money to get over. Pump that, that obviously they're going yeah, to come to. Alive. Yeah, stay alive.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Calling an end to the season triggers awards. Awards is money, money that goes to the clubs when they have none. Clubs have no money. They have no source of income at the moment. Do you think that any any so, clubs are possibly,
0: that there's a possibility that clubs could go out of business as a, as a consequence yeah. of this?
1: darn right. Yeah. I think it's uh, it's more likely than not. You can't trade whilst normally insolvent and uh, you have no visible means of support. I mean, what are you going to do? Uh, It seems obvious. You
0: don't really have much choice in the matter. There was a suggestion last night from someone who I was uh, in correspondence with that uh, the Scottish Government might put up a, a fund of, say, £100 million in order to help clubs who were in distress as a consequence of this. My my immediate reaction to that was that that would certainly be something that that would be helpful. But I I think that might go against FIFA's rules about government intervention in in football.
1: Well, I I don't know. The government may do that, uh, but they're not guaranteed to do that. What do you do? Do you sit and wait for something that uh, may or may not happen? Hmm. Or do you take responsibility for the situation you find yourselves, yourselves in and deal with it? You've had that interest in, in, in Hibernian
0: in the past, a uh, well-publicised interest. If you, if you were in charge at Hibs just now, what would your plan be for the next three, four months?
1: Well, I, I, I'm from the Fergus McCann School of uh, Football Management and that is you live within your means at all times. Uh, this is the principle that's uh, espoused and practised in the basketball team. If our income goes up, uh, our uh, salary for players goes up. If our income goes down, a ditto. The the, the the playing budget goes down uh, and at all times we always have a business plan that involves breaking even. We're not interested in making a loss and we're not interested in making a profit because we're in a sport uh, for enjoyment. Exactly the same uh, rules uh, should apply to a professional football club. If you have less money, you spend less. You cut your costs. If you have more, you, 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 do, you, you do likewise. However, this situation we find ourselves in now is a situation where uh, you have no money coming in. Let's be clear, there is no money coming in uh, to Scottish professional football in the next three to six months minimum. So meanwhile, you've got to get by. You've got to pay players contracts. You've got to pay uh, ordinary members of staff. You've got to pay electricity. You've got to pay all the usual overheads that everybody that listens to your podcast is familiar with. Running a football club with costs is no different than running a household or a business. You've got the same costs to deal with. And if you have no money coming into your house or your business, you've got a very serious problem. And uh, it's very easy to try and look for somebody else to solve your problem for you, your government or anybody else. But the starting point is to try and solve it yourself and Scottish football has the ability to do that. It should bring the season to a premature end. It should award monies to clubs. Clubs should cut their costs. Clubs should uh, get their season ticket renewals out. Clubs should appeal to their fans, their customers, if you want to talk in financial speak, and uh, try and get through this uh, crisis. Uh, That's the only solution I can see. You can hope that the government or some other third party gives you money or lends you money or helps you in some way, but uh, you might die waiting. So uh, that's not something you know I, I'm into at all. And I've already said voiding the League is for fools. Uh, that doesn't work. That's people with an agenda uh, are, that are promoting that. Uh, people should know better and not fall for that one. So we'll see what happens.
0: Another question, David, specifically about Rangers. We know that they've got, they, they have got special problems, but it looked as if, and it does look perhaps, uh, that uh, there might be some investment coming in by a twenty million pound share issue, which is uh, uh, you know reported to have been underwritten by uh, an expat who works in Japan. Is it is it possible that 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 could be under threat as a consequence of these developments? Well, what do you think? Well. Is a, is a layman? Yeah, yeah, I would think so. But uh, these investment decisions are made less in the basis of what I know and more in the basis of what people like
1: you know, I would, I would suggest. The well, economic activity across the whole spectrum has seized up. Nobody's doing anything. Deals are getting cancelled. I've had two deals cancelled this week. Uh, that's, this is what happens in times of uncertainty. Capital goes home. Capital withdraws. Economic activity ceases. That's what's happening here. Uh, I, there's Carphone Warehouse this morning have announced they're closing all their standalone stores. Primark announced yesterday are closing half their stores. Doesn't matter whether you're Primark or, or Virgin Atlantic. Uh, these are torrid times. People are not spending money. In times of strife, people stop se- spending money. People become fearful. People stay in the house. People hoard money and hoard spaghetti you know this is this is this is what's happening, so I have to say eh, there may well be a billionaire type uh eh, wanting to invest in rangers, but it won't be doing de- it de- the new as they say. I can tell you that with near certainty.
0: Okay. Now, another development that's taking place to, uh, today, later on today, is uh, this video conference that UEFA are having with all the constituent FAs about how to proceed uh, with the, the, this whole business. And some are suggesting that UEFA are going to issue guidance on the ending of uh, titles. Uh, sorry, the, the the ending of the, the competitions, awarding of titles, yeah. or the voiding, or, or, or whatever it happens to be. Um, yeah. Do, do you think that the SFAs? Uh, w- what I can the SFA's ridiculous statement yesterday that they were still hoping to complete the fixtures. It was basically just uh, holding for time until UEFA. They, they could blame UEFA.
1: Yeah, I mean that's the role of uh, you know the supreme regulatory body to offer uh, guidance and recommendations, and that's what it will be: guidance and recommendations. And that guidance and recommendations will be within the existing framework and the existing rules. Uh, you can't just make solutions up. It has to be within the existing rules, and that is why uh, that guidance will be to award titles and everything that follows from that to those that are top of the leagues at this moment in time. That's almost certainly what's going to happen. Now, in, a, 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 in an insular, a twee little country like Scotland, you know that brings with it its own problems, because you know we have a healthy dose of tribalism. You know, alive and kicking uh, in this country, uh, and uh, you know the, the, those poor souls that the SFA, the SPFL have to deal with that. So they, they they won't be feeling particularly comfortable just now, because no matter what decision they make, it will be criticised by those with an agenda. That's what will happen, and that's what makes it difficult. And it's the like easiest pie to kick the can down the road and tell the public at large that, uh, you know, we still hope to finish the season. There's no chance of finishing the season. None. Let me tell you that. Uh, it's either you've got to make the decision now, and the correct decision for the reasons I've just articulated, uh, are that the league title should be awarded to a Liverpool in England and Celtic in Scotland. And this is what will be repeated around Europe. Uh, to uh, a very significant degree and that's within the rules anything else is not within the rules so that's what i think will happen now then what do i know i might be wrong well i mean i I
0: would certainly agree with you on the in the case that the, the the rules certainly provide for such an outcome there's also talk about restructuring have no relegation eh, this year and perhaps even next year as well, bring the D United up into an enlarged league and so on and so forth. But but the, the the core plan appears to be for the people who don't want to avoid this season would be to award the title to the team at the top of the league, in this case Celtic, to resume football in September with a resumption of the this year's Scottish Cup semi-finals and final, abandon the League Cup and then commence the 2021 league title in uh, the week after that. Does does that sound plausible? Or is that maybe just somebody gilding the lily a wee bit, do you think?
1: No, I I think there's a rudiment of of a solution in there. But the, the elephant in the room is that you don't know when all this pandemic and its associated problems are going to end. The assumption is and it's traveling very fast. I'm not talking about the, the pandemic, the news, the decisions. Every day, you know, brings a development. The problem with planning for the future is you don't know what the future holds. You don't know whether it's going to last three months, six months, or a year. I'm in the six months minimum category, by the way. So that you, 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 the challenge just now, and the only challenge just now, is survival. That's what the focus should be. Financial Survival. And I've just said how that's the odds of survival are improved by dealing with the issues now rather than waiting, uh, hoping your know, fairy godmother is going to solve it for you. Uh, as regards going forward, yeah, I I I'd put the, uh, even money on a re- reconstruction of the leagues. Uh, uh, but I don't know when and I don't know how. But the, what you proffered there, I'd say that something like that is is uh, there's a good possibility of that happening. I don't think... It will, what I'll say is that I don't think what we have just now will continue as is. I expect a couple of clubs to uh, go down and uh, I expect there to be some sort of uh, reconstruction. Uh, but I keep saying we don't know when uh, this pandemic will end and the financial strife, what uh, will end, and when things will start to improve. Survival being the watchword, uh, and uh, the message I think to take uh,
0: from from your thoughts today. But thanks very much for joining us and sharing those thoughts with us. And and of course, in a wider sense, I hope you and your family still stay safe all the way through this. And uh, hopefully, you'll come back and speak to us again if there are any movement or if there is any movement in the next
1: few days. Okay, thanks for that. We'll do.
0: Of course, uh, we are only at the start of this very unfortunate journey Whatever happens in football The important thing is that you and your loved ones Stay strong and healthy throughout this very difficult time You can keep up to speedway events in www.sfm.scot And we hope to see and hear from as many of you as possible in the blog Meanwhile, thanks to David for sharing his thoughts with us today And thanks to you for listening Stay safe